Hello, Warriors. This is Latrice Carter uh, um, with Horror Movie Warriors. Uh, this is Friday, um, June the seventeenth, uh, and tonight, tonight I am here with Adrian Garza, and we are going to we are going to be discussing. I still know what you did last summer, Adrian. How are you doing this evening, hun? Uh, I'm okay. Good. Good. Hey, hey, listen, okay is better than ugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's better than that. I will take it. I will I will take it. And uh well I, I just hope that you had a um good week. I, I know you have to work a lot um over the week and and, and I, I listen, I um I, I used to work at Pizza Hut, so I know how that goes. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, I, I was I was at Pizza Hut for twelve years before I moved to Texas. So, wow. <laughs> yes. So I understand. I understand more than you know. Well, um, I'm just glad that you made it here. I'm just, I'm glad glad that we're able to discuss. Uh, I still know what you did last summer. It's a very fun movie. I thought anyway. Um, it, uh, it was released in 1998, November 13th, 1998. And uh, it was directed by uh, Danny Cannon. And um, it, uh, the first one was directed by somebody completely different. But uh, but yeah, uh, Danny Cannon was the director for this one. And it stars Jennifer Love Hewitt, Freddie Perez Jr., and the R&B singing sensation, at that time anyway, she was a singing sensation, um, Brandy, uh, Brandy Norwood. Um, oh, and Mackay Pfeiffer, too. He was a up and rising star at that time. Uh, um, one of the great African American uh actors. Um, but but yeah, so uh, uh, Adrian, what are your thoughts about um, I still know what you did last summer? Uh, for me, it was very similar to the first one. Yeah. Um, they, of course, had a different setting, but um, to me, a sequel like this, um, I don't really think they got creative enough with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they didn't. But but there's only so. Uh, I mean, there's only so many things you can do with the. A man who, you know, I mean, they killed him like twice already, right? At that point, right? I mean, they they're thinking yeah. that he's dead, you know, even though they didn't see his body or anything like that. But they, in their minds, you know, he's gone. He's dead now. So, uh, and for the second time, you know, so there's only so many things that they can do with it. I. I really was disappointed in the show. Did you see the show that that it's on Prime now? If you haven't seen it, um, I've been afraid to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of, you know, wish I hadn't. I mean, I, I understand that they wanted a new concept for it and everything like that, but they just wound up ruining, in my opinion, they wound up ruining, ruining the 
I know what you did last summer, legacy. Yeah. If that makes any sense. And, and I bet, I bet you, I am willing to bet that the woman who wrote the book, uh, which is, her name is, and I have her name written down because she actually passed away. Um, the woman who wrote the book, her name is, uh, I have it written down, uh, Lois Duncan. Lois Duncan. I am willing to bet that Lois Duncan is turning over in her grave right now because of um, the series. Because, you know, she didn't like the movie. She did not like the movie at all. She um, she felt that they made it and she, she didn't accept, she didn't appreciate the fact that they had uh, made her story into a slasher. Especially since um, her her daughter had gotten killed, and I do discuss I discuss that um, uh, in my uh, other podcast because you know I I don't know if you knew this or not, Adrian, but I um, I discussed I know what you did last summer with Nathan D- Dilla and Allison Stone Whale. I did that with, with them. Um, I want to say in January of 2020. So uh, I, I did that with them, and um, and I did discuss that um, Lois Duncan's daughter was killed, and so and that's why she actually got away from writing uh, thriller novels and stuff. She did, she no longer desired to do it because of her daughter being murdered, and I don't think they ever caught the murderer either. So. So that kind of turned her off of that, and, and I, that was that's understandable, you know, very much so. But I, and so I really think that she would not like um, the yeah the way that it went, you know. Uh, um, uh, the premise of the TV show was not very well executed in my opinion and somebody else might have a different opinion about it altogether i do know that some people liked the show so you know and if that's one of you listeners that liked the show that's very good you know but i i just didn't like it and i didn't like i didn't like the killer i didn't it was like i i don't know maybe one of these days I'll talk about the show but for right now we are discussing we're discussing the sequel to the original I know what you did last summer um but um I I liked it I've always liked it I've always liked uh even I know what you did last summer I really liked that one and so uh so yeah the second one was actually very I thought that it even though I, I do agree that with you, um, Adrian, that um, it, it could have been a little bit more creative. But like I said, you know, there's only so much you can do. You know, if they're going to bring back Ben Willis, let, let's say, you know, let's say that, you know, they never found this body. That way, you know, they could, it could be, you know. But, but, and, but then I thought um, with them bringing a son into it I thought that was pretty cool I thought I thought that was pretty cool so yeah 
So, um, well, well, um, I'll hop into the questions right quick. Who was your favorite character? Uh, and um, I still know what you did last summer. I didn't really have one. Um, you know, I mean, of course, uh, of course, I have always loved uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I I just like her as an actress and as a person. So yeah, but I of course loved watching her. Um, even though it's not her best movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I did like her. Uh, I actually liked, um... Oh, God, what is the name of the Brandy character? Uh, Carla. <laughs> okay. I actually liked Carla, and I actually think Brandy is a very good actress. I think so, too. I think so, too. Yeah, I she does well. But for me, she could, uh, well, I've never seen her dance, so I don't, don't know if she's a triple threat. But I do know that she is a very good singer. I, I would choose her as a singer over Beyonce, and I'm cowering right now because I could just feel people throwing tomatoes at me right now. I, I am not a Beyonce friend, fan, okay? I, I'm not a... <laughs> I don't like Beyonce. I don't think that she could sing. There, I said it, and I said what I said. <laughs> no, but yeah, no. Um, I think um, Brandy is a very good singer, and and she's also a very good actress. And I, and she that was um, actually my um, favorite character was actually the girl who plays Nancy. Uh, I still know what she did last summer. Uh, she she was just very. Good. I, I loved her one-liners. I loved her. Um, uh, comedic timing and everything like that. The girl should have been a comedian. That's who she should have been. That's what she should have been. Um, and, uh, okay, so who was your least favorite character in the series? And uh, We probably have the same one. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Um, The weed, the weed guy. Was that played by Jack Black? Yes. Yeah. Um, I didn't like him. He, I mean, he was funny, but he was also annoying. Yeah. At the same time, and I just wanted him to get killed first. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can have him in for about twenty minutes and then kill him. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's enough for. A laugh or two and then just get get rid of them. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Well, then we didn't have the same answer because <laughs> my answer was actually Ty- Tyrell. I did not like Carla's boyfriend. He was just too much of a horn dog for me. Like that was all he was thinking about was getting busy with Carla. I'm like. Boy, go sit yourself down somewhere, my goodness. <laughs> Although I'm sure as a guy, you guy, you probably, you know, understand where he was coming from, Adrian. But um, Yeah, but you know what? I've always been the type of guy that has more control, but that's how my grandma was always trying to teach us. 
that it's not appropriate to grope a girl, it's not appropriate to hit a girl, it's not appropriate to lift up a girl's dress. Of course, I did it anyway. Yeah. Um, and when I was a kid, uh, and I mean, oh God, I mean, I'll just say really quick though. <laughs> so I went to the Catholic Church and uh-huh. I went to Sunday school and we did a pageant every year for Christmas. Uh-huh. And we did Adam and Eve and I was supposed to play one of the, the lions in the garden, you know, like a tiger, something, one of those animals. And they told me to go up to Eve and they said to kind of, kind of like run my finger, you know, down her side like I was purring. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then when I was running my finger down, I was actually running it under her dress and the teacher was like, no, no, not there, not there. Just go, <laughs> go a little bit upward, go a little bit upward. And then, I mean, everybody in there at rehearsal was just, just, just laughing and laughing and laughing. They're like, Oh my God, you were feeling on her leg. <laughs> uh, and my mom said, uh, well, he's young. Um, I was only six at the time. Uh-huh. And then I told her when I was a little bit older, I said, um, what if I told you I did that on purpose? <laughs> you probably She's did. Like, <laughs> um, I actually did, to be honest with you. <laughs> Um, I guess I was so influenced on my cousins that I just, you know, had that mentality. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I wonder what, what my son's excuse is, because he loves belly buttons. I, I, I can't oh. get dressed around him because he loves to play with my belly button. I'm like, and it's not just mine, it's just dad's too. So... <laughs> so I gotta get him you know I gotta get him away from that <laughs> my little sister the same way really she, yeah she loves to poke people in the belly button and she loves to poke people in the face uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I guess I mean it's just I think uh, it might be a texture thing especially um yeah. uh, well especially for my son because he he's autistic and i think your you, your sister is autistic right so yeah she's autistic so yeah it, it's it's a it's definitely i think a dexter thing <laughs> well with her what i think is really funny is every time i get a haircut mm-hmm. she always has to feel my my head to feel the difference <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, okay. So the third question is, what was your favorite scene? Favorite scene. Um, oh boy, what, what was my favorite scene? Um, you know what? I can't really think of one because I... I I mean, I didn't really notice anything real unique. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I saw this at the theater with my older sister and her boyfriend, which is, I mean, her her husband now also. But mm-hmm. um, uh, we saw it at the Dollar Theater. 
and we went to go watch it together and I I was just watching it and it's like yeah yeah okay and then when it came on video and I watched it a few times um I never really um so I mean I did like the scene where Jennifer Love Hewitt was up there mm-hmm. with the microphone and she was singing you know of course I mean, I oh yeah, because she's a her. singer too, and she's a she's a good singer. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love hearing her sing, and I mean, I like the girl behind the bar. Yeah, Nancy. That's my favorite character. Yeah, Nancy. Yeah, I liked her how she was just watching, you know, and was like all sarcastic about it. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, like you know. Oh, that bitch can sing or something like that. Oh, no, she said, uh, what she said, she was like, everybody's a GD singer. <laughs> oh, that what she said? Yep. <laughs> okay, I might be confusing it with another movie then. <laughs> yeah, where somebody said that. I mean, I know that I heard that somewhere. You probably did, but it wasn't this movie. <laughs> you know, I, I, I haven't seen this movie since, uh, probably 1999 oh my gosh yeah well yeah well you know what i have the movie of course you know i have the uh, dvd and so i've been watching it all week you know uh preparing for the you know know the podcast and all uh but uh but yeah so so yeah so i do have a favorite scene of course my favorite scene is um uh, when they're uh, <laughs> when they're all on the airplane, you know, going to um, the Bahamas, and uh, <laughs> and Tyrell is uh, he, uh, no, no, it wasn't Tyrell. It was uh, Will. Will was uh, um, barfing. He, you know, he had the bark bag, and he's like, he's like, oh my goodness, we're gonna die, we're gonna die. Oh. And then cut, and then they cut to Tyrell having the same problem when they're on the ferry. <laughs> he has the the um, yeah. motion sickness, you know, from the sea, whereas Will has the motion sickness in, up in the air. I just thought that that was a funny contrast to each other. Uh, <laughs> so, so that was actually my favorite scene or favorite scenes. And, and so, uh, uh, what is your least favorite scene? And I still know what you did last summer, Adrian. Uh, least favorite scene. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think I have a least favorite. <laughs> well, you like haven't seen the movie since 1999, so you really don't. Well, you're, you're probably just spacing out right now. Well, I remember the scene uh, where Ray was in the truck with his roommate. Mm-hmm. It was his roommate, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was. Um, was it a coworker? Uh, yes, yes, he was a coworker yeah. of Ray's. Yeah, I remember that. Um, the guy got killed, right? Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. I didn't like the fact that they killed that guy because I I liked him. Yes. Yeah. He I, I thought that him and Ray had a very good um yeah. good chemistry. Had a very good friendship chemistry. 
you know, kind of like Brandy and uh, kind of like Carla and uh, uh, Julie. I thought that they had a very good, you know, uh, friendship chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. So I I I, I get you, I get you on that one. And, and um, my next question is, uh, well, there are seven deaths, and I still know what you did last summer. Which death was more creative, in your opinion? Do you remember the death scene at all? I do remember the death scenes. Um, I don't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, I tell you, um, my most creative death scene, because they, uh, well, like you said before, they didn't really get that creative with it. So, um, so all of the deaths were kind of like boring, if you want to know the truth about it. But, but the one um, death scene that wasn't quite as boring as the other ones was Tyrell's um, death scene. And I'm not just saying that because I teared when he died. I'm saying that because um, uh, his death scene, his death scene was actually really, really cool. How they, um, uh, uh, he was like, uh, he he did that whole speech about how Julie was, was crazy and he hasn't seen any killer. And then all of a sudden the killer just, um, uh, his knife comes down out of the ceiling and he stabs Tyrell in the yeah. neck. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> he stabs yeah. him in the neck that, and, you know, and then he lifts that. him okay. up, you know. I thought, that, now, that death scene was really, really cool. I thought that was creative. I thought that yeah. was creative. Uh, and my ne- next question, well, you're probably not going to have an answer for this because you, you have not seen the movie in forever. Uh, <laughs> uh, how does I still know what you did last summer pertain to the Bible? So I will be, give my opinion. Um, I'll, I'll read what I have, have in my notes. Um, in my opinion, this horror movie deals with trust. You know, trust issues, you know, and who to trust, who not to trust, you know. Uh, there's a scene in the movie where Carla asks Julie, you know, how could you not tell me everything? I'm your best friend. And so I, I really feel like the whole movie deals a lot with, you know, like I said before, it deals with trust. Uh, Julie trusted Will, and he turned out to be a Judas. <laughs> and for all of you guys who don't know what I mean by that, I mean that he turned to, out to be a traitor. You know, uh, Judas betrayed Jesus. You know, he... Um, he sold him out to the people who wanted to crucify him. And Will sold out Julie to his father, who wanted to crucify her for trying to crucify him. <laughs> but um, uh, but uh, this, is, uh, uh, this is why I believe the Lord says in Psalm 118, uh, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. Because, you know, man will, I mean, they will betray you, you know. The Lord will never betray you, but man will. Um, and in the case of Carla, I think after losing 
Helen, Julie just shut down. You know, she didn't want to lose any more people. So even even though Carla was her best friend now, you know, after Helen, you know, got killed and everything like that. Yeah. So Carla was her best friend now, but you know, she still had that guard up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, I mean, it's it, it's actually very very understandable why she would have that guard up. So. Now, I know, know you probably don't have an op- opinion about that one, Adrian. So, we'll just move on to the five fun facts. <laughs> uh, um, and my five fun facts, uh, uh, they're pretty interesting, too. Uh, uh, now, I do want to say I, uh, we were supposed to have another uh, person with us tonight. And she's probably so busy. Uh, Kayla Selena Merchants was supposed to be in. I just just wanted to go ahead and give her a little shout out. Uh, okay, so for the five fun facts, then my number one uh, fun fact is the character of Carla Wilson was originally intended to be a white girl, but Brandy auditioned, auditioned and won the role. She was really good and, and, and she was I mean I can't see anybody else in that role she was really good yeah I can't either and, and I kind of like the way that they mixed it up yeah and what I noticed with part one and this one because mm-hmm. part one there really wasn't a lot of interracial yeah acting. yeah no I mean, no you're you're right family white the family white people. Yeah, it was. I mean, you you didn't see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was. You're, you're right. You're right. There really was no. Uh, there was no color in that movie. <laughs> yeah, there was no, there, color, there was no color in that movie. But yeah, uh, there no color makes it appreciate that much. I mean, right. <laughs> I'm not sure what they were trying to say. Right. <laughs> I just don't that really. Weird. That was just weird. But then the next one though. It was, I mean, I like the fact that they had a black couple, you know? Kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I I understand completely where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And my um my number two, um, and, and and this is going to be very interesting to you, Adrian, because it was interesting to me. And now that we're talking about how the first one didn't really have any color and then, you know, then we come to I still know what you did last summer and and you know they, there's a black couple and stuff like that but this is going to uh, really be interesting uh, Tyrell's character was originally scripted as a Latino named Celso wow <laughs> so wow. there was going to be some Latina flavor in there Latina Latina I think I said that right Latina yep um my fun fact number three is Jennifer Love Hewitt signed on because she thought that Jim Gillespie, who directed the original one, remember in, in the beginning I said that, you know, there was a different director for the first one. Uh, well, uh, she was bummed when she learned that he wouldn't do this one. So, uh, uh, my fun fact number four is... Um, when Julie, Carla, 
Tyrell and Will first arrive at the resort, Will's true nature is foreshadowed as they walk around the fountain. Everyone goes around the right path to get around it, except for Will, who goes the opposite left path. As the soundtrack, um, um, the, the music um, uh, on that scene, that girl, but by Estero, um, Estero, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I do not, not know how to say their name. Um, but um, as the, that song plays, you know, um, the lyrics are, is, um, the, the, the lyrics on that song is, one of these things just doesn't belong here. And, you know, and he's walking the other way differently from when, from the, where they're walking, you know? So it's like they were foreshadowing that he was, in fact, a killer, the killer. Or one of the killers, anyway. Right. And I do have a fun fact number five, but we have to take a tiny, tiny break. Um, uh, so as soon as we get done with the break, Adrian, I will give my number five fun fact. All right, guys, so are you ready for the fifth and final fun fact? I'm ready to give it to you. Um, Brandy Norwood was terrified of Muse Watson. And for those of you who don't know, Muse Watson plays the fisherman. And so when he arrived on set on the first day of filming, Jennifer Love Hewitt ran up to him and, and told him, she was like, Brandy is like falling apart. She's shaking because she knows she's going to have to meet you. And he said to her, he said, said, well, where is she, love? Where is she, love? Because, you know, everybody called, they didn't call Jen, Jennifer Love Hewitt Jennifer. They called her love. Yeah. Um. So he was like, well, where is she, love? And he would said, she's over in the cafeteria. So Watson walked over to the cafeteria, accompanied by Jennifer Love Hewitt, and Brandy was sitting at the table with eight other girls in the booth. So there was no way that she could get out. So and as Watson walked in the door, she immediately saw who he was, and she started to freak out. She got to screaming. She got to screaming and trying to get across the other people. And he was able to calm her down and assure her that there was nothing to be scared of. <laughs> I just thought that was the funniest thing. I said, I said, I have to write that down. I have to write that in my notes. All right. So now we move on to the cast and crew that has passed away. Uh, the cast and crew that has passed away. And um, there, there's not many but there are a few. I mean, you know, this was made in 1998. I wouldn't have been surprised, you know, had we had a lot of death. But there hasn't been a lot. Only, like, let's see. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Only six um, have passed on. Uh, Lois Duncan, who I was um, talking about, who actually wrote the book, uh, who actually wrote the 
novel, the teenage novel back in, I'm going to say 1970-something. She passed away on June 15th, 2016, and she was 82. Um, Red West plays Carlson. He passed away on July 18th, 2017, and he was 81. Uh, Deanne Hessel, uh, Deanne she plays the nurse. She passed away on November 6, 2020. I didn't get an age for her, though. So, uh, Dan Priest, he plays the professor. He died on April 23, 2004, at the age of 80. Uh, Sylvia Short, she plays um, the old woman. Um, uh, she passed away on April 14, 2018, and she was 90. And then we have one crew member, uh, Doug Craner. He was the prediction designer. He died on April 4, 2016, and I didn't get an age for him either. Mm. And now we move on to my purpose reaction. And I did um, put... I put the um, uh, groupers reaction uh, question up on the group group page earlier than I did yesterday. So, because uh, uh, yes, yesterday I was discussing tales from the crypt, and and I completely forgot to do a groupers reaction. And um, but I did get I, I mean, by the grace of God. I did get um, a few um, replies, and so I was able to um, I was able to um, get their uh, comments in on last night's um, on last night's episode, which you guys will be hearing probably either tonight or tomorrow. Probably tonight, and you'll probably hear this episode on Saturday. And then, and then I actually have another episode to do tomorrow for Godzilla. You guys will either hear that one tomorrow or Sunday too. So uh, today, tomorrow, and on Sunday, you guys will have podcasts to listen to too. And I also have a tra- trailer too. But more on that after we get done with I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking for the grouper grouper's reaction. And let me see if I have okay, there we go. I asked the question to on my group page. Have you guys seen I Still Know What You Did Last Summer? And if so, what was your favorite scene in the movie? And what was your late least favorite scene in the movie? And I have one uh, reply, Marlene Miller, who was actually on um, last night's episode of Tales from the Crypt. She says she loves the special appearance of Jeffrey Combs and Jack Black's character. She saw this at the cinema. uh, She said, I saw this at the cinema for my 14th birthday. More of a fan for the first one, but this is a fun time for me with this nostalgia. And that's what it is. what that's what what it's all about actually especially for me with scary movies especially now i just love the nostalgia of it like even even when i uh look at you know uh like um everything like all of the um stuff that i have 
of scary movies. Like I have like a Bogopop of Freddy Krueger. I have, yeah. um, I, I have like uh, uh, posters and everything like that. But that's not because that's not because you know, uh, you know, of anything other than just plain old nostalgia for me. Right. Uh, now I, I do want to mention um, the gruber's reaction that I had yesterday from Tales from the Crypt because I did tell them that because I forgot to put this post up, um, I forgot to put the post up. Whoever you know did uh, uh, comment, I, I would um, uh, read their comment on this episode. But I, I was able to read um, three comments. Um, you know, on the, for 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 it yesterday. I'm sorry, guys. I cannot talk today for whatever reason. I I I just I, I feel like I'm I'm fumbling my words, and I promise you, I'm not drunk or anything like that. I <laughs> I cannot talk tonight. I have no idea why. But um, I do. So I do want to go ahead and honor what I said last night, even though I wasn't able to you know, uh, uh, read the three comments yesterday. I do want to go ahead and read um, Jeremy, Jeremy Covington. Uh, He said that I like the story because, okay, let me read the question that I asked um, the groupers uh, reaction on yesterday. Like I said, like I said, I was um, discussing um, Tales from the Crypt. Um, 1972, not the, not the 1990s TV show guys, but, but the 1972 movie. Um, and so, uh, um, Jeremy Covington wrote that he liked the story about the disabled men and the crooked director. And Lavelle Jackson said that, um, he liked the story about the wife making three wishes and the consequences with it. Now, um, uh, if you guys want to know what stories that I liked, you guys will have to have to listen to the discussion. <laughs> and that goes for you too, Adrian. I am, I am not telling. You have to listen to it. <laughs> uh, like I said, it'll be, uh, um, it, well, Brian already edited it. He already edited that one for me. So all I have to do is publish it. So I'll probably publish it tonight. Uh, and I'll probably have it up on the group page um, by tonight. Um, and this one he'll probably publish tomorrow. And so I'll probably have, the, um, I still know Chidella Summer will probably more than likely be up and running tomorrow. Hopefully. We, because we have a lot to do tomorrow. So hopefully it'll be up and, up and running. Well, Adrian, uh I don't have any more questions. I don't have any more fun facts and no more people I have passed on. And I don't have any more groupers reactions. So we've, we've made it to the end of my podcast. I do, uh, I do thank you for being here, Adrian. I, Mm -hmm. I know that, you know, that you have so much going on as do I. So, uh, um, I really, um, appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, listeners, um, tomorrow, I am going to be discussing the 1998 version of Godzilla. That one's good. I can't wait for that episode. That one's going to be a good one. 
trust me, it's gonna be good. Trust me, it's gonna be good, Adrian. Okay. So <laughs> okay, guys. I will see this has been Latrice Carter and Adrian Garza. And we will see you guys later. Bye, guys.